0: Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit RenewingTheCenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 15, beginning in verse 19. Verse 19. I'm going to read and then we'll pray and spend some time together looking at what God's word may have to say to us. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, if for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ, but each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, and then, at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end. When he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and every power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, today as we sit in the midst of a pandemic that is worsening and trouble all around us when it comes to death, we ask that you would comfort us through your word. Lord, help us to see what Paul is saying under the power and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And show us what it means for us, God, as we try to live our lives with hope in the midst of trouble, trial, and uncertainty. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it, y'all. What Paul is doing here at a dark moment when he himself was writing is he's saying to us, it's, uh, there is reason to hope when things seem dark around us. And so we're just going to walk through and reflect on this passage because I believe the Lord has something here for us that's quite timely, actually. Paul says, if for this life only we have hoped in Christ— we are most to be pitied. And I've been thinking about that. Why would Paul say that? What What was going on there that might also be going on here? And, and here's the reason, y'all. Paul's friends in Corinth, many of them had lost sight of the fact that their lives were a part of a big story. And they were now just living day to day, as if this life, the, the temporal circumstances in front of them, if that was all they had. And... I think we struggle with the same thing. I think that when we lose awareness that our story has been enfolded in a larger story and we begin just to live for the day to day to survive or to get by or um, to win if we're trying to earn or control or create wealth for ourselves or security for ourselves, Paul is basically saying you've lost sight of the fact that your story is being directed by something bigger. There's a drift at play in Corinth that I think is also a drift many of us struggle with. And maybe today you're listening to my voice, and if you're honest, you would say, I do. I I live my life as if just the day-to-day was really all that was in front of me. I'm finding myself struggling with this reality right now. Today, the day that I'm recording this podcast, I woke up feeling really, really discouraged. Um, It seems as if the day-to-day, the... The troubles, um, the trials, the difficulties, the, uh, the things that don't have easy answers, those things just kind of pile up and get on top of you. Well, Paul is actually saying, look up and look out because there's more going on than just what you're experiencing in this moment. He actually says in the passage, Jesus has been raised from the dead. He, he, he points his friends to resurrection to reorient their story. And here's what resurrection meant and what it means. Resurrection is something that necessarily had to happen to the physical body. Resurrection meant someone was presently fully alive in their bodies, became really dead, not mostly dead, but actually dead, and then became physically alive again. And so to the tendency to lose sight of the bigness of our story, to the tendency to believe that our negative circumstances define us, Paul speaks to us of resurrection. He's essentially saying there's a life, an embodied life, a real life on the other side of death and dying. And I believe that that's actually something we need to hear right now. We need to hear that the Lord has an embodied life, an embodied future for us on the other side of whatever trouble we're facing right now, because you know as well as I do that the troubles we face have a way of knocking us off our mark. They do me, uh, for me, and I I think they do for you. They cause us to become uh, fatalistic or survivalistic. And Jesus here is reminding us, the Holy Spirit is reminding us through Paul, that if Adam opened a door to death through sin, that Jesus has opened a door to life through the resurrection. Essentially what Paul is getting at here is something I think we need to think about, reflect on. If sin has opened a door, And that door has brought with it and through it, that door has come all kinds of trial and trouble and death and destruction and discouragement that Jesus, through his resurrection, has opened a door to life. He has said there is always a life on the other side of death. And so today you may be facing a death, maybe a literal death. I I think I heard this morning on the radio that Georgia is in the top 10 of all the bad categories right now with regard to covid-19 we recently met with our our physicians here at, at trinity the church where i serve as pastor and the news is not good news when it comes to community transmission and death and dying but maybe you're not actually uh, confronting death regarding covid-19 but maybe you're confronting the the death of Um, A hope regarding a a relationship or a career trajectory. Maybe you're sitting with some uncertainty that feels only like loss or uncertainty or a lack of clarity right now. What the resurrection has to say to you in that space is there is life on the other side. But we have to actually look for life. That's why Paul says if we don't look up and look out, we are to be pitied. I believe that for you and me, Jesus has opened a door for us. He's opened a door for us and he said, I am the first fruits of the resurrection, which means we are meant to follow him through that door and be further fruits. If Jesus is the first fruit, he wants you to go next. And so what that means is that my story, your story, if we belong to Jesus, is ultimately headed toward an indestructible life. It may not And it probably does not feel like it right now. Right now, we feel vulnerable. Um, Even in our best moments, we feel fragile. But what the Lord has for us is indestructible. We're just not there yet, but we're moving toward it. And so I pray for you today that God would give you the courage to face trial and tribulation, that he would give you the courage to face uncertainty with a sure and confident hope of the resurrection, that you would recognize there is life on the other side of this death. There is hope on the other side of this darkness. Whatever it is that we're facing, the Lord would say death doesn't have the last word. Life does. An indestructible life, a physically embodied life. And so, Lord, I pray that my my friends listening to me today would be encouraged by the word of God, that we would take heart, and that your great and glorious future, of which you are a first fruits, Lord Jesus, would inform the way that we face the darknesses that are all around us and at times overwhelming to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever he places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center.